from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Proud to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, hanging out here inside of the Charney's Menswear and Tuxedo Studios on 3150 Erie Boulevard East in Syracuse, New York, and of course on Facebook Live, facebook.com backslash live now DT, inside of what's poppin' brought to you by Mon Paz Kettle Corn and Popcorn Factory. Not only do they bring you fantastic kettle corn, 50 flavors at any given time, and you can get refillable tins and all different st- size bags and whatnot, you can, I mean, seriously... I put up a thing this week is what's better when you have Mon Paz Kettle Corn and Popcorn with you. When you have the Mon Paz Kettle Corn and Popcorn Factory Kettle Corn, what, what's, what's the, you know, what makes it awesome? What's, what gets better? Driving, going to the movies because you're sneaking in. The, you got the, this is jacket season to sneak in popcorn to the movies. I'm not telling you to do it, but I'm not telling you not to do it. So the movies, Netflix, Hulu, Dates, Disney Plus, Driving. Work, home, whatever, school, life in general is better with Mon Paz Kettle Corn. It is. It's. I mean, listen, I have had many a, a fine day in the last few days here with, with the Elsa Kettle Corn, with the, like the blue, the original Kettle Corn with a little blue coloring, and then the old-fashioned caramel corn in memory of G-Mama. May she rest in peace. So make sure you get to Mon Paz Kettle Corn and Popcorn Factory. Let them know that Dan Tortora sent you. 201 Old 7th North Street in Liverpool, New York. And Syracuse, that basketball, tells you that the Syracuse players are coming up here on the broadcast. And it is now time for us to jump into those one-on-one conversations. So I'm going to start things off with Barama Sidibe this morning on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. Here's my one-on-one conversation with Barama following the team now moving to 8-7 and seven on the season after a 67 to 63 loss at home to Virginia Tech. Obviously frustrating these last couple of games. You guys have been so close down the wire. Just what you're taking away from Notre Dame and from this one? Uh, I think we have to understand what what want to make us win the game and play better defense a little bit because the two teams we play both score over 60 points. So like usually when we make people under those points, we win the game. And also we have to execute better. And you know sometimes it is hard what it is. Everything is not gonna go in your way, but we have to keep fighting. Four point plays, obviously things you don't want to give up. Just what you can say about those not getting out to shooters and having them make the shot and get that free throw. Um, which one? Well, the one by Cone, obviously that changed uh, the, the game. Shot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, those are going to happen when guys want to make a play. He was trying to make a defensive play. That's going to happen. Sometimes you give everything you can, but like the outcome is not going to be great. Marek, on that last foul, mm-hmm. what did you see from that? I mean, it seemingly could have been a charge. Could have I, really, been... I really didn't see because I was somebody, coach, somebody was between me and the, between me. But I feel like it might be charged because Marek is always in the right spot. So I'll give it to him. That might be a charge. You look at this team at this point, and, and that you guys are eight and seven. But you've been in a lot of these games, and you've been fighting. 
what does the locker room feel like in your opinion? How would you describe it being We're still holding each other accountable. We're still together. Because we know we're not going to do that individually. We have to stay together and do it. It's not like somebody you want to put your finger on somebody, oh, this is why the reason we're losing. Everybody's doing something. Everybody making a mistake. You know, it's not one person. Everybody got to keep fighting and we have to stay together. And still long season. We still have a lot of more games. You were leading at halftime 33 to 27. They outscored you 40 to 30 in the second half. Just what you can say, what maybe happened offensively in the second half? Uh, I don't know. I think that might be good, a great question for coach, but I think we, should, we, need to, we need to play better defense because like, they scored a lot in the second half, so that means we have to play better defense. Coach said that he puts it on him. He needs to be better. Everybody needs to be better. Do you get a feel for that, that the staff puts as much on them as, as you guys are putting on yourselves? I mean, that's always going to happen, you know. Coach is there, he's, he's here for some reason, you know. He's been here 45 years. What if he tell you something? So you mean it. So we just got to stay together and work. There is more Saturday and trying to get one over there. So work. We just. And finally for me, uh, Robert Braswell, obviously uh, being done for the season, you've gone through injury here and, and had to go through that adversity. Any advice that you gave to Robert? I mean, you just got to stay ready. You never know. Things can change for you real fast, you know. I didn't rush up, but, you know, like Elijah did, and now he's playing great. So you just got to keep working and next year come in and do his things. That coming once again from Barama Sidibe wants the team to stay accountable, stay get, stay together, figure this out. Like you said, there's a reason why Jim Beheim has been here as long as he has been. And so, you know, the team has to move forward and find their footing. We mentioned Robert Braswell. He's next in my one-on-one conversations following Syracuse's loss to Virginia Tech at home. This is what Robert Braswell had to say as he was before the game ruled out for the rest of the season due to injury. So here's my conversation with Robert about that and so much more. Well, I just spoke with Barama about uh, he's gone through injury before and he's had to, you know, obviously wait some time to get back on. How are you handling the fact that you're done for the season? Uh, I'm already, like, really bored. <laughs> um, uh, I figured, like, I know I'm going to get better, so I'm just looking at the bright side of it. What did it really come down to? Is it just a nagging injury that had stayed with you, or what kind of happened? Uh, just came down to, like, like my future. I don't want to keep having the same thing happen, so it's best if I rest now instead of later. Where can you, can you pinpoint when the injury had begun for you? Uh, like junior, like my junior year in high school, junior senior year. So, has have you had to play maybe not 100 percent in your opinion since your junior year of high school? Have you felt that pain maybe off and on? Uh, yeah, it's definitely been off and on. I wouldn't say I couldn't play 100 percent, but it's definitely limited me from doing certain things. So how does the conversation come about? Do you sit down with the coaching staff and they say, listen, you know, you got to take care of yourself now so you can have a, a better career, a longer career? How did the conversation come about? It was pretty much like that. They wanted me to make sure I do what's best for myself and not just like continue to play in pain. The team is 8-7. and seven. You've had two close games back-to-back against Notre Dame and Virginia Tech. How frustrating is it for you to not be out there? Uh, uh, it just kind of sucks that I'm not, you know, able to help. I guess I don't really know what else to say. <laughs> you said you're bored, but how else do you handle this time? What can you learn? How can you grow as a player when you're not on the court? Uh, I can look at it from a different perspective, you know. Like since I'm on the court, I can watch everybody because it's something that, you know, when you're on the court, you don't really do. Uh, I'm also going to use this time to just lift and get a lot stronger. 
What did you see in this game, being on the sideline, watching your teammates go up against Virginia Tech? Uh, we tried to go too fast. I, I felt like we needed to slow down and rebound a lot more. Does this team have what it takes to get over the hump in some of these close games? Do you see that in the locker room? Do you see it in practice? Maybe some things that we don't see. Yeah, definitely. I think anything, anything is possible. You know, you just got to keep working hard. That coming from Robert Braswell. Anything, you know, anything is, is there for you. You got to keep working hard. Anything is possible. And I like how he started things off. How are you doing? I'm bored. <laughs> I want to be out there. I'm bored right now. So I get it, and I appreciate it. You know, and I do think that this team is growing, and I think that this team's frustration could be one of the best things for them, is being this frustrated, and then they're going to get over the hump. I know they're not doing it as fast as everybody wants them to, but at least it looks like they're getting pissed off to the point where it's like, all right, you know what? Sometimes getting pissed off snaps you back into reality. Sometimes being upset puts you in that place of, I don't want to be here anymore. Why am I feeling this way? You know, sometimes bad habits and bad moments and bad whatever can be stopped by you getting to a point going, not again. I don't want to go through this again. So I'm going to have to fight through the, the, the mental part of this, the emotional part of this, the physical part of this, the whatever part of this. I'm going to have to fight through it because I don't want to feel the way that I'm feeling right now. So that being said, we'll go into my final conversation with the current Syracuse players, and that is Quincy Garrier. Quincy Garrier coming up next here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora to give his thoughts on the team as they are 8-7 and seven on the season currently as they move forward. Quincy, what sparked you late in the game to make those plays that you made around the rim, especially one of the plays that you made to bump the ball over to Barama, who finished at the rim as well? I mean, Coach Bam wanted me to play like that. He wanted me to use my physicality, uh, my speed. And that's what I need to do to stay in the game and to help my team win. The games are close. Obviously, the one against Notre Dame, one point. This one was right there with you. Just what you learn from I these mean, games that are within your every, reach. Every game this season in the, in the conference is going to be like that. Um, we've got to fight. We've got to fight 40 minutes, not just a half or 30 minutes. Because at the end, there's always something happening. Uh, they, they can't hit a three, so we got to stay locked in together and you know communicate, play well on defense. You had the lead for more than half the game. Just speak about finishing, moving forward. Mistakes. I think there's mistakes defensively. Um, we all got to stay on the same page. That's really our problem right now. I mean, we're on the, on the same page. It's just sometimes someone we play well on defense and someone's going to make a mistake. That's why they're going to score. So we got to work on that in practice. Is that just the, you know, getting through not playing together and having a bunch of youth, some newcomers on the team? How would, what would you attribute it to? We had, we had like, what, 15 games now? 16 games play? 15. I think I think we're supposed to be on the same page. Even if we're, like, a lot of freshmen are playing, or, I mean, me and Joe are freshmen, we gotta, we got to play well. we got to... We can't do mis uh, like bad mistakes. I mean, every everyone is making some mistakes, but sometimes... Like at the end of the game, we can't make this type of mistakes because they're going to cost us the game. You and I spoke on leadership at the beginning of the season. Do yeah. you have a place where it's coming from yeah, right now? Yeah, uh, yeah. obviously um, I'm trying to stay positive every time because, you know, basketball is a game of run. Sometimes they're going to have a 10 run. So I'm just, you know, bringing everyone together and be like, let's go. Let's just, let's just play. It's, it's just that's basketball. So. so you feel like you're creating some leadership yeah, from yourself? Yeah, sometimes just talking to Elijah, you know, um, Trying to make him sometimes do the right reads, or when I'm open, I'm, I let him know. So next time he's gonna find me and you know finish with the with a dunk or whatever. 
But uh, I think we got to stay positive. Sometimes when they had a run, everyone like mad or sad or whatever, but we got to stay together and stay positive because basketball is a game of run.